You're listening to Eureka on Monocle Radio, brought to you by the team behind The Entrepreneurs, the show all about inspiring people, innovative companies, and fresh ideas in global business. I'm Tom Edwards. Today's show is all about Swiss chocolate. Laura Schauchli is the co-founder of La Flore, a chocolate manufacturer based in Zurich that produces organic confections using sustainably sourced ingredients from five single-origin cacao beans. A seasoned culinary expert with another food and drinks company already under her belt, Laura launched La Flore with three friends and started production in 2018, sourcing the beans directly from farms and taking the individual origins with their own unique characteristics into account. Her passion for gastronomy has fired a belief that increasing knowledge about food empowers people to make better decisions in their daily lives. So can a humble chocolate bar be an instrument for transformation? And how do you navigate a highly competitive Swiss chocolate industry, one that features so many seasoned players already? Well, Monocle's Tom Webb caught up with Laura at Monocle's Zurich Christmas Market recently. She began by telling him more about how her journey began. To be honest, you know, I never thought I was going to be part owner of a chocolate company in Switzerland. Never. But as life always proves, it turns out differently than we think it does. So actually, I stopped planning. Just go with the best every day and life will guide me. And life has guided me to this beautiful chocolate place. And so we, yeah, eight years ago, we had this idea. And let's be honest, we're in Switzerland. It's a saturated market. Mm -hmm. Why on earth would you start a chocolate business here? I really think there's room for this kind of chocolate that we do, the single origin, very high quality chocolate. Well, talking about quality, it opens up a different what is quality. But if we go back to this very traceability chocolate on one hand, but also very fine flavor cacao to make a chocolate with less milk and less sugar. And so far, at the moment, Swiss chocolate is associated with a lot of milk, which we stand for and we all love, and sugar. But there's also room for a chocolate with more flavor than milk and sugar. So you are the next generation of chocolatiers in Switzerland. What does that look like? How does that work with plantations that you have in Ecuador? We work with cacao from five different places, four countries at the moment, Ecuador, Brazil, Colombia and Venezuela. Our chocolates are always named after the place where the chocolate comes from. So Hacienda Limón, Ecuador, or Fazenda Veracruz, Brazil. And it's this very direct, direct trade with these farmers or organizations, sometimes it's a, a group of farmers. It's always a little bit of a different situation. And if we look at trends, if we look ahead to 2024, is your type of chocolate becoming more desirable? I think if you think about where something comes from, no matter if it's a piece of clothing or food, and you think about how does it impact me and impact others, then you buy our chocolate because it is it, I have to be honest it's a high price product because it's very traceable in all aspects so that has its price so you can probably tell there's a bit of background noise because we are in the heart yeah. of the Christmas market you are selling your chocolate here and it would be such a mistake of me to not try it while we're here let's try your product can you please recommend a piece of this gorgeous looking chocolate I have in front of me so I brought you one chocolate with milk because we do think we need to make a milk chocolate because in Switzerland we love milk but it's a dark milk so it has 
a lot of cacao, more cacao than milk inside, which is this one. It's this gorgeous yes. piece, and it's a huge chunk. I'm not going to, to be rude and have the whole lot. I'm going to take a bit now. How much cacao is this? What's the percentage? So it's 56% cacao. So it's still, to, you know, it's a milk chocolate, but has more cacao inside than milk and sugar. And that is high for a milk chocolate. And it's beautiful. You couldn't tell. There's no bitterness. It tastes like a gorgeous, gorgeous milk chocolate. And that's what you're trying to achieve. Yes. And it is, I mean, the milk chocolate, but people love it. So I thought I'd bring it to you because it's a good entryway chocolate. And then I brought one chocolate from with cacao from Venezuela, which is this one. And it has, I added a, we added a Swiss product, which is a corn flour from the Italian part of Switzerland. It's one mill that so produces this, this corn. The corn is first, it's toasted and then ground. So it has this popcorn flavor to it. So oh this is goodness. our popcorn, our dark chocolate with popcorn. Sorry, you, can, you can really tell, you can really tell the popcorn. And actually that's what's quite beautiful about your company is that you are using Swiss ingredients as part of it. Is that unusual for a Swiss chocolatier? No. Well, I think we have different qualities of Swiss chocolatiers. But so the sugar we use, it's an organic Swiss sugar, as well as the milk. Or the, And I brought you also a cacao from Colombia. It's 200 families that participate in this project. And the cacao comes by sailboat to Europe, so it's emissions reduced transport, and we add a Swiss alpine salt to it. I was so busy falling in love with that popcorn chocolate, I was greedily going back for more. No, but this this is a Venezuelan cacao, and how is that different from Ecuador? It's a different variety, but also each farm works differently. Um, I actually just went to Venezuela for the first time this year, which was very inspiring to see the work that they're doing there on the farm. So, the, I mean, flavor is impacted by a lot of things. So it's one, the variety, but also how they work on the farm, how they ferment the cacao, and then the recipe we create with the cacao. So you have a lot of different places where you can impact the flavor. Wonderful. And there's time for one last chocolate. Now you talk about being a sustainable company. It doesn't get more sustainable than this. Can you explain while I have the final bite? Yes. So this is our Swiss Maltesers, I call it. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's actually old bread. It's an upcycling product. You tell me now after I put it in my mouth. (laughs) We just, in Switzerland, we eat, like as, as a child, you grew up eating bread with chocolate. So this is playing on that with an old bread crumbs, we call them, but it's bread croutons and it's covered with the milk chocolate. So it's just a very fun product to eat and kids love it and grown-ups love it also. That is the future of the Malteser and bread and it's crunchy. How did you keep the crunchiness despite being coated in chocolate? We roast it twice. So we get it, I mean, it's dry when we receive it, but then we roast it again to make sure there's no humidity and that creates that really, really crispiness. And the perfect end, you heard it here first, the brand new Malteser. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. That was Laura Schalkli, the co-founder and director of La Flor, talking to Monocle's Tom Webb at our Zurich Christmas market. You can learn more about the brand and secure some delicious chocolate in time for Christmas by heading to laflor.ch. Speaking of Christmas markets, if you're around this weekend of the 9th and 10th, do stop by Monocle's London HQ, Midori House here in Marlebone. We'll hope to see you there. That, though, is all for this episode of Eureka. We'll be back next week. Do catch the main show, Entrepreneurs, every Wednesday. 
Eureka was produced by Laura Kramer, with mixing and editing by Jack Dewars. Listen again and find out more at monocle.com, or follow us and catch up with the archive wherever you get your audio. And don't forget to reach Laura if you'd like to be in touch at lrk at monocle.com. I'm Tom Edwards. Goodbye and thanks for listening.